Hey yo, it's Mark Chan with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, August 29th. You can follow the show on social media at Fantasy Knockout. Make sure to subscribe whatever platform you're watching or listening on. And I got a goal this year of 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel, so let's get that. I'm excited for today's show. We're going to talk, or I'm going to talk about the draft do's and don'ts and some tips and tricks. Um, question though, have you guys signed up to become a Knockout member? If you do, you'll get access to overall and flex rankings before the season for your draft and during the season. You'll have uh, the draft cheat sheet, which helps you guys draft better teams. Uh, the trade chart will be available during the season, and then there will be priority questions and answers. Also, I'm starting a survival football uh, league or contest. Um, there'll be a link in, down below. You can also do it on the website. Um, sign up there. Basically, it's, the survivor is you pick your team, who's going to win that week, and you only get to pick the team one time for the whole season. See how long you, how many weeks you can last. Um, it's a lot of fun. I've done it several years now. I've made it pretty far. I think week 12 or 13 is the furthest I've made it. Last year, I got knocked out week one. I tried to get a little too savvy and smart, and I picked up. I, I went with a team and i think it was the colts or something like that and they got knocked out week one so it's like yay uh so we're doing that contest all uh knockout people subscribers everybody can it's free to join it's just fun something to do other than just uh, it's another football thing to do so uh, sign up for that let's catch up on the latest nfl news good evening ladies and gentlemen here is the news News with views. All right, so running back Josh Jacobs from the Raiders. He has signed a one-year $12 million deal. Yay. Uh, he's back. This is a similar deal to Saquon, so we can move on as everything is normal for Jacobs. Uh, wide receiver Terry McLaurin from Washington. So ESPN's Adam Schefter reports McLaurin with his toe is, quote, uncertain for the regular season opener. So that's week one. Uh, this is typically a multiple week injury, and it's going to be close. Um, so I'm predicting one to two weeks missed, maybe in the regular season. But this also could be a lingering issue as well. Turf toes are not something to just quickly heal from. Uh, it changes his explosiveness, it's his push off toe, stuff like that. Why I'm just a little high on Jahan Dotson, so that's why I'm trying to grab him everywhere I can in my drafts. Uh, quarterback Joshua Dobbs from Cleveland. He has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals, so this leads me to believe that Kyler won't play this year and he should be kind of off of everybody's draft boards. So, uh, Wide receiver Traylon Burks from Tennessee. He's returned to practice. This was good. He was sidelined with a sprained LCL in his knee. Um, so Burks was kind of possibly going to miss maybe the season opener as well. But since he's back in practice, this is good news, so Burks should be good to go. Uh, quarterback Trey Lance from the San Francisco 49ers. He's been traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. So there's no fantasy implications here other than he's now Dak's backup. So he was going to be a backup for the Niners. Now he's backing up for the Cowboys. There we go. Uh, running back Jonathan Taylor from Indy. Um, he was present on or at Sa Sunday's practice, uh, but still he's, or he's still on the PUP list for the Colts. Um, I know Miami has reached out for the trade. They seem to be the most interested team there, but nothing has come to fruition yet. Uh, reports are saying it's basically going to go down to the wire come Tuesday. Um, we're recording this Monday night, so Tuesday morning if news breaks, that, you know, that'll make sense. But my bet is that nothing happens and Taylor remains a Colt this year. And the last little bit is Kyler, uh, quarterback Kyler Murray from Arizona. 
he has been placed on the PUP list, and he's going to start the season there. Um, makes sense why the team traded for Joshua Dobbs. Um, so this is basically entails that he's going to miss the first four games of the season, and he is not worth a draft spot or a roster spot, in my opinion, because I doubt that he even sees the field this year. Uh, this Tuesday is going to be the day for teams to make the cuts down to the 53-man roster. So Monday evening, Tuesday morning, you're going to start seeing all these guys cut. It's going to help shape up some of the depth charts going forward. So once that's done, I will then re-audit or audit my rankings and my projections and stuff and go through and find comb, uh, you know, tweak those a little bit more this weekend so that everything is up to date to the best uh, accuracy there is. But as far as news right now, James Robinson, he was with the Giants. He's been cut. Kenyon Drake was with the Colts. He has been cut. Zonovan Knight with the Jets. He's been cut. Um, I said James Robinson with the Giants, right? I don't know if I said Jets or Giants, but he was with the Giants. He's no longer there. Wide receiver Kiki Kuti. You guys remember that name? He was with Miami. He's been cut. Uh, quarterback Colt McCoy from Arizona. He's been cut, hence why they went for Joshua Dobbs. Uh, so there will be a lot more. We'll talk about that in Friday's show. Main event. All right, the main event, the draft do's and don'ts and some little tips and tricks. Uh, let's talk do's and don'ts for this year's fantasy football season. Some of them are similar to what I've had last year and years past, but just because they are important things to consider going into your drafts, guys. So the first one we're going to call is unplug. So my opinion is offline, offline drafts are best. If you can do an offline draft, that should be the priority. I understand different locations you can't necessarily do that um this year all my drafts were online just because of scheduling and stuff like that and some people moved away and so we couldn't do everything here and meet and do it but if we could i would do that so i like the offline drafts i just think they're more fun they're better the, the camaraderie stuff like that so if you can do that do that if not i get it but try to make that happen uh, second part is know your league so knowing your league settings and rules before the draft it makes a difference. I remember one guy this year texted me. He was new to the league, to one of my leagues. He goes, hey, is this a full PPR or half PPR? I was like, great question. It's a half PPR league. He goes, oh, that changes my strategy. Yes, it does. So please don't just draft a team and set your lineup. Or um, Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Uh-huh. So question is, do you get four points for a passing touchdown or six? Is it a PPR or is it a standard? You need to know these factors when you go into creating your rankings and going into your leagues because it'll change how you draft your team. So know your league settings before you draft, okay? Activity is key is the next one. So I love to draft. It's basically it's my Christmas morning. I get so excited. I My anxiety is just through the freaking roof on draft days for me. My wife hates it because I am just so bubbly and giddy and just happy as can be, right? But please don't just draft your team, set it, and just leave it all season long. Don't be one of those guys. Um, stay active. I believe roster depth is going to be very important into winning a championship this year. So we need to be active, pick up guys off waivers, make trades, make sure you roster a team each week, uh, draft smart, and again, make sure you stay active all year. My next one is it's okay to cheat. And when I mean it's okay to cheat, I'm talking about cheat sheets, guys. Use a draft cheat sheet. I have one provided. You can sign up to become a knockout member and get that there. Um, this is where you gain a huge advantage in your over your league mates okay there's going to be big differences in the mainstream rankings versus mine and you can exploit certain values of players with that this is where you're going to win at the draft 
Uh, next one is keep track. And what I mean by keep track is we're going to keep track of which teams are drafting what position. So on the cheat sheet, I have a little uh, blur uh, spot for it. So it shows quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and then it's got every single team. And I just mark what positions they've drafted through the draft so I can see if they're going to be coming, if it's my pick and then a couple teams after me are going to need a quarterback or tight end or something like that. I can use that to my advantage and wait another round or two, right? So, for example, if it's my turn in the sixth round and I'm looking for a quarterback, my next pick is four spots away, right, coming towards the end. Uh, because I'm keeping track of who took what, I know the next two teams both have quarterbacks already. So the chances of them taking a quarterback is zero to none. So I can wait one more round. So I don't have to take my quarterback like in that sixth round or that, that sixth spot or whatever it is, right? I can wait one more round, take my quarterback there so I can get a higher value running back or receiver and then come back around and grab my quarterback just because I was keeping track of that. My next one is tier-based drafting. And so with the cheat sheet, we have a linear rankings, right? But then we go one step further and we're going to group each guys into a tier or a group or a bucket, whatever you want to call it. We call it tiers. Um, and these guys have similar values in those tiers. So when we're going and trying to decide between a running back and a receiver and it's coming like, like we were just talking about the, you know, it's my sixth pick or whatever. I got four picks for my next one. And I'm looking at my two tiers, and I'm going, okay, do I need a running back or receiver here? And I'm looking in the running back group, and the tier is two running backs left in that group. And I'm like, okay, I'd like one of those guys. And I look over the receivers, and there's, say, five receivers in that next tier. I'm like, okay, I'd like at least one of those receivers. So guess what? You take the running back first because there's only two of them. Because if you go receiver first and it comes back around, most likely those running backs will be gone. Then you have to jump into the set, the next level tier for running backs. Well, so this is how you use the tiers to your advantage. You realize, okay, there's five five receivers I like, two running backs. I take one of the running backs, so I get one of those guys, right? Then a couple running backs, the other running back goes, and then maybe two other receivers go, and then it comes down to your turn, and you have three of those receivers left to choose. You take one of those, you get both values there. That's how you extract value with tier-based drafting. Um, the next is drafting onesies. No, not the onesies, like, pajama onesies that we're talking about we're talking about the onesie positions which is the quarterbacks and the tight ends so you only take one onesie at the top of your draft this year don't do two so don't do quarterback and tight end in your first five picks um you're just missing out on too much value at the running back and receiver spots if you do that so if you want to go quarterback or tight end early that's okay. Just do one of them, not both. Okay. So if you want to go quarterback early, then you're going to kind of wait on tight end till the mid round to like eight or nine or so, or even longer. Um, if you're going to, you know, or you just flip that. If you go tight end, if you go Kelsey or Andrews early, which is what I've done in some of my drafts, I've tried to get Mark Andrews in that third, fourth round. Um, so which means I wait on my quarterback. And so I waited on, I think seventh round, I got Justin Fields which was a nice value there for him and for Andrews in the fourth in one of my drafts. So I'm not saying you just completely punt and wait till your last pick to take those spots. I'm not saying that at all. But don't go Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes with your first two picks because you're going to be so far behind the quarterback and receiver spot where you need those to get through the bye weeks and your depth and injuries and stuff like that where it just puts you so far at a disadvantage. It's hard to overcome that. I mean, even pros – 
struggle with doing some of that. So do one or the other with the onesie positions. Next one is get fresh. So basically we're going to reset our minds. The player you loved last year, we got to forget about it. The guy that won you the, the championship, forget about it. Don't draft on last year's stats. Got a question for you. Do you guys drive? When you, if you drive, do you drive in the rearview mirror? Do you always just look in that rearview mirror and drive? No, that makes no sense to do that, right? That's unsafe. So don't play fantasy football that way. Don't draft on last year's stats. We need to look ahead, look at opportunities that some players might emerge from or have and you know the opportunity to be that next level guy. So we're gonna look at that. So reset your mind, reset some of your thoughts on some of these players. Don't look just on last year. Just because they burnt you last year doesn't mean they're gonna burn you this year. Look at Christian McCaffrey. He burnt people, what was it, 2019, 20 or 2020, 2021, right? With the injuries and stuff. Last year I was telling people it's okay to draft Christian McCaffrey this year. He's gonna have a good year. He finishes RB2. So he didn't burn you people this year. So for me, I went on Kyle Pitts last year. The burns, it still hurts. I I see his name there. And I'm just like, no, don't, I'm not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. Not saying to do it. Just don't take him in the third round like we did last year because that one hurts. Get him in the sixth, seventh round this year. Um, reset. So the next one we're going to talk is it's commissioners against drunk drafters. Basically, I'm saying is let's be responsible. Don't get sloshed. Don't get all messed up during your drafts where you're not paying attention and you're just randomly picking weird people and stuff. You can ruin your fantasy football season doing that. Don't do that. Uh, you'll regret it. Have a drink. Be responsible after the draft. Go nuts. Have a plan a safe way of getting home if you're going to be drinking at a buddy's house, whatever. Just be responsible, please. Um, and that, the last bit is don't lock it in. Don't lock in your draft strategies. So don't go in saying that I'm going to take running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver with my things. Be flexible. You never know the values if, uh, you know, so like my strategy was to try to get Mark Andrews in the third round this year. We're doing a draft, and I think the third round was uh, one of them, Josh Allen, was available. So I was like, well, shoot, I wasn't expecting Allen to be there in the third round. So I took Josh Allen in the third round because I love that value. And guess what? Mark Andrews fell to me in the fourth. So then I was kind of debating, do I take my own advice or not? So I pass on Andrews and I took another, uh, I believe, receiver there or whatever. So there's value there. Don't. And if I went in with the mindset, oh, I'm going to take running back, running back, receiver, receiver, I would not have gotten the value of Josh Allen. I would have missed out on maybe the value of Mark Andrews if I didn't take Allen. So don't lock in your strategies before have an idea of what you want to do but then be flexible if things shift and change and then don't tilt please don't go on tilt if you're locked in with a certain player going oh he's gonna go and he gets picked before you that can ruin you too if you're on tilt and then you're just gonna ruin the next couple of your picks i've seen too many of my buddies do that during the years and i love it when they do it i hate it when i do it and guess what we're all susceptible to this so please don't go on tilt Good luck in your drafts this year. It is the main weekend for drafts coming up. So hope you all have a good draft, safe drafts. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is going to be a mock draft. Again, we'll show you how to draft or ideas of what to do during a draft and why I take players at certain spots. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Please leave that rating and review. It really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya.